Welcome back to the Uncensored Podcast. I'm your host, Carter Haas, here with co-host Adam Wickle. How's it going? We have a very special guest, starting at guard, six foot three, 190 pounds, <laughs> from Thomas More University, Cam McClain! <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Cam. Yeah, so we got Cam on the podcast today, and we're talking basketball and his experience yeah. at Trinity and how it's going to be at Thomas More. Yeah. So... The first question, so obviously eighth grade year, you know, you played basketball at Mayo. Mm-hmm. It was like your first experience in high school. So what made you choose Trinity over Mayo like, just from the, to go to freshman year at? Well, it was a crazy story how it all started. But um, at the end of the day, I just felt like Mayo wasn't the right spot for me for the future. So I was looking at other schools. It was either between Trinity or North Oldham. Really? And that's when uh, North Oldham had Justin Powell. It was, it was something new. For yeah. Me. So it was down to them two, then me and my mom was just talking about it. Then we just thought it was the best decision to stay in Louisville, go to Trinity. Yeah. Was able to produce mm-hmm. a lot of college players. So I thought, hey, this this would be a good fit. So that's when I decided to go to Trinity. It's on a random, I remember some random Tuesday, sunny outside, windows <laughs> down. <laughs> I was in the car and we was like, yep. I want to go to Trinity. That's where I want to go, and we made it happen. Yeah, because like, I really feel like that would be a tough decision, eighth grader, to like, because you just played a whole full season at Mayo, mm-hmm. and then to make another decision like, to change schools, like basically Mayo's one of Mayo's biggest rivals mm-hmm. in the region, to just but yeah, you made the right choice for sure. <laughs> you made the right choice. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so, what do you say the biggest lesson you learned over your four years at Trinity was? Oh man. Oh. I learned a lot from Trinity, but man, it's hard. Probably losing is not always a bad thing. Yeah. You can learn so much from losing than winning. And that's what I got out of it. Throughout the four years, we didn't have the best record or anything with the past years, but I learned a lot from losing games mm-hmm. than winning games. So I would say you, you got. I don't know. It's, that's really our question. Yeah. That's hard. So you are going to play at Thomas More in college. So yep. if you could just kind of walk walk us through what that recruiting process was like, um, how they really kind of brought you in, and what mm-hmm. made you decide Thomas More maybe over some other schools. Uh, the recruiting process probably the hardest thing I had to deal with, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, every day it was some college coach uh, – texting me, calling mm-hmm. me, reaching out to Zabo, my AU coach, my trainer. So I I heard a lot of things. I heard a lot of good things mm-hmm. and some things I probably need to work on. But Thomas Moore was there from the start to the end. They were there. They were the first school to offer me. Oh, really? oh okay. So that was a big deal to me because yeah. they showed interest in me. They really want me, and it felt like I was needed in a way mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. than other schools. But, um, you know, when it got down to it, I was down to like four schools, then I down to three. It was Thomas Moore, Lincoln Memorial, then also Southern Indiana, a D one school, you know, yeah. in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a hard decision, but at the end of the day I was like, Thomas Moore is a school. Yeah. Like, that's the school I wanna go to. That's the coach I wanna play for. That's the assistant coach I wanna play for. Okay. I think it was in the great area in Cincinnati. I just felt like that was a perfect fit for me. Yeah, cause you're not too far from home, so it's like you can just come back, like drive yeah. back and forth whenever you need to. Yep. 
Yeah, so what would you say was your best basketball and non-basketball experience at Trinity? Um, like, uh, talking like the wins and losses? Or well, it can be like general. an individual thing that happened to you, like a team, a team win that happened, just like your best like memory at, with the basketball program. Um, <laughs> we can do a lot of games, man. Yeah. Uh, we can do like top three. Yeah, you can do top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top, top three. three. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pick one. Top three. <laughs> All right. Um, I can do top three individual and team. Yeah. Um, let's start with individual top three. Uh, number one, I'll say breaking the three point record at your oh, oh, yeah. I thought that felt real good. Yeah, it felt good. Um, I'll say number one. Number two, uh, cracking the 1,000 points yeah. against Mail. Oh, yeah. I had to feel good doing it against Mail. Especially too. against Mail. Yeah. It was, a, it was a great feeling. And we got a win, obviously. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. That was a great feeling. And number three, um, whew. Um, hmm. All right. I don't know what's number three. So, let's <laughs> do the team. Uh, team. Obviously, being saying that, that's always a great thing. Yeah. Y'all know how it gets down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Y'all yeah. know how it gets down. Got to get a win. Got to do everything. Yeah. Especially, you know, your senior year being able to beat him twice. Yes. Yeah. Great feeling. Oh, yeah. Also, um, so I won, like, my, so, like, yeah. When the draw came out, knowing that you could, like, of the teams that we could have played, did you want to play St. X or, were you, or was there another team that you wanted to play? Or did you want St. X? Just, like, to beat them again, to send them like to send them packing this time. Honestly, when the draw came out, I was excited. I mean, I didn't really care who we played because he knew. I already knew yeah. what we were capable of. But seeing Saint X, we saw, oh yeah, we ready. They're going home. We want to send them home. Yeah, like that was the automatic feeling that we all had as a team. We're sending them home. No way about it. We're not going home. We're not losing on our home court. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not going to happen. Because I mean, like, I go out to the lobby. I mean. There's people out the door that are like, there's students out the <laughs> oh, door that are waiting to get in because, like, the doors are locked. So, like, then the whole front row is still within the first five minutes of people just yeah, those getting games, in those there. Games crazy. Everyone's yeah. out crazy. I'm, man, stands packed. Everyone's loud. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like it. So, San X was one. Um, uh, when we played at Freedom Hall, Huntington Prep. Oh, um, yeah. Big time uh, prep school, ranked top 25 at the time. Mm hmm. Um, our teammate, well, my teammate, you know, Dre Vassar. Yep, Dre Vassar. What did he have? Thirty and twenty that game. It was something like that. Points, it was crazy. Thirty point, twenty rebounds. Crazy. Overtime he, win. Overtime win. He helped us big time in the win, obviously. And we, I just remember we all celebrated because that's a big time school, and Dre played mm -hmm. great. You yeah. know, we yeah, was, we was all happy for him. So we celebrating the locker room, throwing water. <laughs> yeah, like it was such a great time. I honestly say. Because that game, in my opinion, showed the most about our team. Because we had just lost a horrible game to Fern Creek, like, the day before. Like, the day before we – like, that was our worst game of the year by far. And it's like, the comeback from that, and, like, it's like, no one gives you a shot against the preps. Like, all they do is play basketball there. So, it's like, to come back and, like, have the perseverance to just play through and then play in overtime, too. Well, I mean, we were up, and then they scored us in it to overtime to have the perseverance to come back and win the game. Yeah, that showed a lot about the, the team, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a great game for us. We needed that game big time because yeah. the way that we lost at Fern Creek was 
eye-opening for all of us because at the time we was top three in the state, we was thinking we can go on the road, just, yeah. you know, you know how we can get sometimes joke around a lot yeah. before we stretch. Like it's, firm, it's Firm Creek. Firm, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's whatever. We, we can just play, then we can get a win. But mm-hmm. obviously they play harder than us, and that's that's what happens when you do that. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I mean, you can make the excuses. Like, there, there was no excuse to lose that game. Because, like, they were honoring their teammates that game, too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we had every opportunity to win that game. We just, they just wanted a lot more. Because, like, I think that was the first time they beat Trinity in a, in, a, in a while. Yeah, speaking of that game, that, that game was a, that was a hard game. Because I was close with the person that died. Yeah. I played for Fern Creek, so yeah. we used to always train together every summer. So it was kind of like... It was a long night. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> a long night. And also just, I kind of took the fall of the game just a little bit as the captain of the team. Yeah. Uh, it was just, we should have, should have got them, we each, each other ready. You know, we should have, yeah. should have got them. Knowing that they were going to come out fire, like uh, really fired up, like for that game, in, in specifically. Yeah, knowing Fern Creek for a long time, seeing them play, they always play hard no matter who they play, no matter what. So that's what I thought about it. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say your favorite game you attended outside of basketball was? High school or just... High school. Uh, yeah, good games. Uh, I'd say Mail and Ballard in a yeah. regional championship. Mm-hmm. It's two years ago? What year? I don't know. Two years ago, whatever. McHale dropped 40. That was the most exciting game I've been to. Probably one of the best high school games I ever saw in person. Yeah, because, like, either one of those teams could have, like, Mm-hmm. They played out like what, triple overtime. Like <laughs> yes. it's crazy things because that game came down to free throws. <laughs> Ballard mm-hmm. missed so many free throws that night that Mail just yeah had, they were in the game still. Free throws that's all you need sometimes. So, how would you say you progress as a leader from junior to senior year? Because like you know it was all juniors or no seniors, so it's like mm-hmm. how did you know that you had to step up to be that leader for this for the Senior year team. Uh, junior year team. Uh, most of all the guys that played were really new to everything, new to varsity. So mm-hmm. it was about me and CJ and Dave who've been in varsity practices since yeah. freshman year. Oh, so y'all had a pretty young team that year. Yeah, we was a very young team. Yeah, but um, then like me, you know, me and CJ played sophomore freshman year, so it was kind of like getting these new guys up to speed. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of hard because we're on the same grade. Sometimes, yeah. you know, they can't take us seriously. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. yeah. how it gets. Yeah. So it's like, it was a very up and down year. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to mentally get them ready, but it was whatever. But senior year, we had two incoming people, Dre and Jaden Johnson as a freshman. And yeah. Dre coming in as a junior. So it was like, they got that experience already. Our guys that played last year already got that experience. For me now is making sure everybody buy into their role. Making yeah. sure that the two new people coming in starting is not going to be affecting people on the bench now. You know, because you know you're competitive. You want to start. You want to play. You feel like yeah. you should yeah. play for these guys. So it was like making sure everybody bonds well. Making sure we all got one goal which to win. I think that's important because we can notice that with the lacrosse team. It was last year, it was very much like the team wasn't really kind of, everyone was kind of in their separate groups. Mm-hmm. And then this past year, I think the seniors, your grade, Chandler, Jack Mack, Andrew Welch, all them, they did a great job of bringing everybody in and kind of putting us in the mindset of 
we all have one goal as a team, right. and we're not going to get there unless we do that together. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the seventh region championship this year. Very hard game, but it was one of the best games like in Kentucky his high school basketball history. Walk us through the overtime. You're down seven points with like a minute to go. What's going through your mind at that point? Uh, I remember we was on the free throw line. I looked up, saw the saw the score in the time. I was like, damn, this could be it. You know, like, yeah. this seriously could be it. Because, yeah. like, what are the odds of you coming back winning the game? Yeah. Especially when Mel's a great shooting team. Definitely. They're fast mm-hmm. and ball handlers is hard. So, you know, a good shooting team is probably a good free throw team. They can shoot free throws. And I remember I looked at AJ, and um, I looked at um, who was shooting a free throw. I think it was Jack Elon shooting a free throw. He missed. We called timeout, and I was like, wow. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait, a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This this could be something that, you know, we score. We score again. We got to stop. We got to rebound. We score M1. And we suddenly, then I see Dre shoot a three. Bang. That, tied it that up. was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That shit was crazy. <laughs> tied it up. And they called timeout. Then, uh, you know, they tried to drop a play. Didn't work. And mm-hmm. we go ahead of the double overtime. So, I felt we had all the confidence in the world to Definitely. steal that game. Mm-hmm. It was – that was – never been a part of that moment. I only see it on TV. So, yeah. <laughs> in person. It was great. It was yeah. Great. So – you know, you're on the bus or in the locker room, got your earbuds in. What's your go-to song to get you ready for a game? I honestly don't have a go-to song. I, <laughs> I was the NBA young boy. Mm-hmm. So any type of song that he plays, I just listen to it. Okay. So that was all for the questions. Now I actually got some questions about your career from Trinity. We pulled some stats, and we're going to see how much you know about yourself. So, what was your three-point percentage this year? If you're within, like, 5%, we'll give it to you. Okay. Um, I'd say 40. Yeah, it was a 42.7. 42.7. Yeah. So, yeah. You were close. <laughs> really close. So, uh, do you know how many threes you made this, this past season? This season. Hmm. I would say... Uh, 92. 85. 85. That's still a good number. Yeah, yeah. That's still a good number. Hope I cracked that 90. Yeah. You cracked 90 your junior year, right? Yeah. Almost 100. Okay. What was your highest scoring game senior year? Probably 27. 23 points against Mail. It was that first game of the year. Mm. Yep. But... This one's not a curveball, but how many rebounds did you have this year? <laughs> oh, man. Rebound, rebound. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, probably, uh, can I say, is that over 100? Under 100. Okay. Under 100. Okay, 84. 73 rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jose, but I got a rebound more than right. <laughs> so, what, I, what, one of the biggest things I saw... Trey had 234 rebounds. That's great. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I knew he was rebounding a lot, but like 234 is a lot of rebounds. He get those rebounds. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then 
junior year free throw percentage. You shot a very high clip from the free throw line. 88. Right on. Right on. Right on. Right on. Okay. So, what would you say to any incoming basketball players or players that might transfer about why why they should come to Trinity and why they should buy into the culture that we have there? Uh, If you want to come to Trinity, you know we're going to get from a school standpoint, you know, school first, sports second, or whatever, whatever you want to do. Then they will try to reach your goal of where you want to be. And especially with the coaching staff basketball program at Trinity, you know history there. A lot of history, a lot of yeah. titles, a lot of state championships. It's a lot of trophies in there. Like, when you walk in, you know you're walking into greatness. Mm-hmm. So, my thing is, if you want to play at the next level, there's no knock on any coaches around Louisville. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying Zabo got a lot of a lot of connections to college coaches. Oh, He's yeah. been doing this for 30-plus years. He knows how to get you in college. Mm-hmm. He knows what it takes for you to be in college, to be in the practice, to be stable enough to sustain college playing styles. So mm-hmm. I would say if you want to play college, Trinity is the best option for you around here. I think that's important, not even just if you do want to play at the next level, but really just kind of building a structure of that team in high school that he mm-hmm. understands – how it needs to be played at the next level. And so he can implement that into you while you're playing in high school. And it can almost bring to a point where I watch a lot of basketball games and y'all are playing at like D1. Mm-hmm. Why do y'all look like D1 players? Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah. I think that's a big part of, you know, why we are so successful. Yeah. Also, because Zabo puts in a system. Not a lot of coaches really around this area puts in a system of defense and offense. Mm-hmm. It's kind of do whatever you want to do. We play, play defense here and there, but – Really, at the next level, when I when I'm at workouts, when I'm at practices, when I'm watching, it's like Zabo's teaching us all the right things to do at the next level, where other people are behind. Mm-hmm. Like they're starting to catch up while we're already there. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big difference because on defense, you know, Carter knows. Yeah. It's every day, no matter what, he don't care if you're sore or tired. You're going to sit down yeah. and yeah. play defense and talk, no matter what. That's what you're going to do. Or else so, you're gonna run. So it's, it's, up to you. it's up to you. And he's going to make you play defense at the end of the end yeah. of the day. He's going to make you. Yeah. So like, that's the thing I probably took the biggest from Zabo is like, in an era where like all the rage of three pointers, offense, mm-hmm. like he still preaches defense so much, and like I feel like that's the reason why Trinity's always gonna be in contention is because like, if you can hold teams that just want to shoot the ball a lot, because like. In that mail game, I mean, they had put up 90-some games. They were scoring, like, a lot of points. So, we kind of held them, like, our season average of, like, where we were holding them, like, mm-hmm. throughout the year. And so, I mean, the way he just preaches defense and the way he shows defense, it's – I don't think any other coach, like, does it like him. Yeah. As an incoming person who decided to come to Trinity as a freshman, trust the process. Trust me. I – me and Carter – Seen a lot of kids transfer after their freshman year because they don't play varsity. They're yeah. not on JV. They're not playing the way they want to play. Yeah. Trust the process. It's gonna it's gonna work out for you at the end of the day. It's gonna work out. Just yeah. Believe in the coaching staff. Believe in Zabo. They will get you right. I've seen so many kids just panic that oh I'm not on varsity. He's playing over me. He, I, I gotta yeah. change. I gotta leave. I gotta play varsity right away. But. It's really going to do you no good because I, I, 
I'm not going to say names, but you didn't go to college now. Yeah. You didn't go to college. You could have. You have the skill enough. you skilled enough to go. Oh, yeah. You're not going to college. Yeah. I, it's just, it just happens a lot, and I see it. I just see it. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like in basketball, it's like you have these guys who are it's like, they think that it's like, they're only about themselves. Because, like, I mean, you got some guys who are like they will just transfer schools like a lot because they think they're like it's not the right fit. Or well, maybe it's kind of to take a step back, like look in the mirror and say, "Hold on, what am I doing wrong?" Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. It's like I know one player, like you know, too, had transferred like three different schools mm-hmm. before he finally decided to stay at one. Which kind of means like, okay, you it might be more you versus that coach's that system. Coach, yeah. I feel like it's almost got to feel kind of like shitty for y'all, just like these freshmen and these young guys transferring, because you guys understand the program and understand like where it can take you, mm-hmm. and you're trying to bring them into it and be like, listen, like I know it, it's hard right now, but you just got to stick it out. Like you're gonna get there, and knowing that they don't want to stick with it, that's got to kind of feel like I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you can only say so much to mm-hmm. people. Yeah, because it's not like. They're the only ones to making that decision. It's also the parents. Yeah, definitely. You know, the parents are the ones who are making that decision. Where I'm going to pull you out of here. I want you to go to somewhere somewhere else. Mm-hmm. The kid can only say so much, but the parents got everything in control. Yeah, definitely. So that's where I feel like sometimes the parents could be in the way of some kids, mm-hmm. and it happens. But mm-hmm. they trying to see what's best for their kid. I understand that, but sometimes. Same where it's at. It's gonna be. It's not always green on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like when I heard that Dre was transferring, I mean, I actually watched him like his highlights from J Town, like when they won the sixth that year. Like the way he plays, like I saw it at Trinity too. It's like he's not just one dimensional. Like he might have a bad game on offense, but you know he's gonna play defense. Like he's gonna lock down your best player mm-hmm. and like. I feel like that separates him from all the other players. Because some players, like, that would get in their head. Like, oh, crap, I've missed three shots in a row. Yeah. But, like, with Dre, it's like he might miss two in a row, but you know he's going to get back on defense and prevent you from scoring. Right. Which I think it's like a lot of players don't think that way. And so we have one more question. Who was your biggest influence in your whole four years and in the recruiting process? Uh, I'll say, uh, can I say more than one person? Yeah, you can say, more, like two. You can say more than one. Uh, I'll say uh, my mom and my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, really, my mom just she didn't want she didn't want me to force a decision. Yeah. She wanted me to be my own decision, where I really feel like it, when it's the right time, I would make it. And my cousin, you know, he played Division One baseball, mm-hmm. so he knows what the recru- recruiting process yeah. was. So he understood my standpoint of how frustrating it could be. Mm-hmm. How you don't know what to do, you don't know what how to feel, yeah. you don't know what to say to because yeah. you don't want, you don't know what other things to say. Definitely. So them two were they were great. So them two really helped me uh, with this process. And of course, Zabo, coaching staff, friends, family, they they helped me. Would you say that Jordan was one of the bigger like helpers like your game development? Uh, yes. Jordan took me to the next level with my shooting. Yeah. Um, he's a great trainer. I mean, yeah, he's trained NBA yeah, players now. I mean, I've been training with him for a long time. When he played at IUS, I trained with him. 
down to IUS University where David Fife was going. Yeah. Um, at the Focus days, I trained with him at Focus. Yeah. <laughs> like a long time ago when he's starting to develop his own college career. Exactly. It's crazy how how big he got up. You know, he trained in Louisville for a good period of time that he left to go back to his hometown, Atlanta. He did that for a little bit. Then he coached overseas for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Then he went back to Louisville. Now he's back in Atlanta, where I think he will stay in Atlanta. I do, but, you know. I mean, it's, he definitely left his mark in the basketball community, like, in the Louisville area. It's like, oh, yeah. He, like, there were some big-time players that, like, have trained, have trained under him. Like, D'Angelo Russell is probably his, the biggest name he trains. But, like, I mean, he definitely has a big, like, not just name, but, like, reputation here in, in Louisville when you think about, like, the basketball community. Yeah, that reputation is going to stand forever, honestly. Yeah. So, how helpful would you say it was just because, like you said, you trained with him for so long, and then him being there at Trinity with you, what was kind of how 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 helpful was that, and just did it kind of help it feel like a tighter bond just with the team and all that? Hmm. Uh, I wish it was a greater experience. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Um, I thought he'd be around more. Mm-hmm. Carter knows. Yeah, I mean, what's well, like? I don't blame him because yeah, like, he had so much going mm-hmm. on. Like mm-hmm. he has so many like training. Like he trains multiple people a day, like individual yeah. big groups of people. So it's like. He, he did show up when he could, like, when he could make time to show up. But then it's like, then again, his main priority was training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... I just thought he'd be there more, especially with Dre, CJ, and me. You know, we've been with him back to the focus days. Yeah. yeah. What, Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he'd be there more for us, especially our senior year, our last year. I thought he'd be there for us more, but it was kind of uh, I don't I don't know. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to explain. I just thought he'd be there more for us. I get he's busy. I get that, but to be at practices more, training us after practice. I wish it was more of that. Mm-hmm. Training before practice, I wish it was more besides training the one person who's on the team. Yeah. More. Yeah. Which, you know, I get it. They close, whatever. But, yeah. Come on. We, <laughs> I mean, we're on the same team. We're trying to build that one goal to I, win. We've been with you forever. So, it was kind of kind of frustrating on our part where, you know, he would text that one person, hey, I'm coming to the gym in the morning. Let's get shots up. Then we find out. Then you, you'd walk we in the gym. We didn't even know. Like, after practice. Would be gone. They just wait to us to leave and work out. Like we didn't know. Like yeah, we would have known. Shut up. Exactly. Because like, you guys would never miss home. Like you, CJ, like (laughs) you and TJ were always like before (laughs) school, like after school. Like Mm -hmm. like there was a game junior year where you guys just lost. You have a ball. You're out there shooting free throws. I mean, you're shooting three pointers. Like you guys never miss the opportunity to like go out there and work out. And I feel like Trinity does a great job of giving almost everything to their athletes that they want. Mm-hmm. Something like you have the two guns in the big gym. I mean, Zabo is always willing to like let you guys in. Like even now, and you're not even a Trinity student anymore. He's like still willing to let you guys in and you know work out. Which is like I feel like not many schools do that once a player is gone after that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, with this year's team, this year's Trinity basketball team, they should take advantage of what Definitely. Trinity's mm-hmm. giving you. 
Not just Zabo, Trinity's giving. Okay. Yeah. Where you get all the assets, a lot of stuff, use it. Take advantage of it mm-hmm. because with this year's team, I see people not getting the gym as much um, as we used to as a team. Um, it's just, they got a lot to learn. A yeah. lot to learn. Yeah, like <laughs> they they will figure it out, but they got a lot to learn. I will say though, this group definitely has a potential because, like, you can't just look at like what we lost, or, like what we gained or lost. You have to look at the whole area of like Louisville. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Mayo lost Jack and Michi. Like, that's gonna play. Like, they're still gonna be a good team. Mm-hmm. Ballard lost Sisk and Franklin. Right. So like, those two are gonna kind of like you know take take a little bit of a step back, but like they'll like. Yeah. I think of the seventh. The seventh is the hardest region. Like I would take a team from this. Like we might not win it every year, but the seventh is the hardest region to get out of. Right. I, I would say, in my opinion, oh, yeah. like the most talent comes out of that Louisville area. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Trinity got a great shot winning it. Definitely, I, I really do. Um, about how bad they want it will depend on if they want to, if they're going to win or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like I know. Lance has definitely picked it up mm-hmm. as of recently. And Dre has Dre's gonna be very fresh when he gets back because I mean he hasn't touched the floor or played a game yet. So I mean yeah. he should, his legs should be back under because like we're gonna need all of them through the long run because it's like the one thing that's gonna hurt because like the one thing we had last year was depth. We had a lot of depth at different positions last year, mm-hmm. but we're more top heavy this year towards like. Last year, you know, you could go eight, nine down on the bench. Right. This year, you might be able to go like seven down. <laughs> so it's like you're gonna have to have a lot more players playing in more minutes, mm-hmm. which, you know, could lead to some things. But definitely got a shot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of teams around this area lost big time, big time seniors or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty twenty three class was yeah. crazy. <laughs> I mean, Ballard lost a few people, but. When it comes down to it, I just think it's Trinity or St. X, in my opinion. I mean, that's... I, St. X got a young team, and they all returning. And it's just going to it's gonna be a battle with them, too. It's always going to be a battle, but yeah. I, I pick Trinity. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I pick Trinity. I'm, like, I'm saying this now. I pick Trinity, but St. X could give them a hard time, Cause depending on where the bracket is, depending on wherever... It's going to give them a hard time. They got some, they definitely have some size. I mean, they got Graham, they got Will Hankey, and then they got Jack. J- Jeremiah Jackson. Like, yeah. then Chance isn't bad. Chance is pretty, he's good. They and then Chef, they got, Chief is, yeah. he's upcoming. So, like, they de- they have a, they definitely have a good team. But I definitely feel like we know how to, like, beat some of their, like, we know how to beat Chance. Like, mm-hmm. if you put a guy up in his face and you just constantly, like, swarm him, it can, I mean, you saw that in the first game we played against them. Like, three straight turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that game definitely brings out the most in everyone. Because oh, yeah. like, oh, everybody knows everybody. Like, every, the coaches, uh, coaches know the coaches. So, they know what they want to do. We know what they want to do. Yeah. So, it's about who wants it more. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to the hustle play. It's a rebound. Yeah. Getting foul calls. Shoot making free throws. It's about so much little stuff for you to win that game. Yeah. Which is, it's always going to be a great game. It's just always a dog. It's like, man. we were definitely a more talented team <laughs> last year, but it's like, in a rivalry like that, the gap shrinkings. Oh, yeah. Because you got the crowd, the, both teams' crowds behind them. It's just right. the rivalry in general behind you. It's like, 
because no one wants to lose that game. Like, one, the best one I go back to is the football game. It was your junior year. We were like 0-6 going into the yeah. recent next game. We, like, we were there the whole game, like throughout the whole way. And then we, like, we only lost by a touchdown. Yeah. So, like, the game in general and the atmosphere just brings out the best in everyone. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you can even see that, like, in the alumni. I mean, even if they are graduated <laughs> yeah, two like, years ago or they graduated in the 70s, <laughs> right. they yeah. don't like the other school. They don't want to lose. No. <laughs> They're still talking trash. Or Definitely. Up. I mean, which is crazy to me because um, I think that was my this year was my first time of getting the trophy back. Yeah, I think so. Um, freshman year, we lost at Bellarmine. I think what's his name Moody. I think had forty points on us. Uh, sophomore year, we lost in a close one. I know that. Uh, junior year, Makai had thirty nine points. CJ yeah. played great. We lost. Even though we beat them at LIT before that, yeah, it's crazy. Then this year we finally get the win, finally. Uh, I mean, well, it definitely felt good just to be a part of that team because, like, you know how much everyone wanted to win that game because, like, you guys have been like, you and TJ have been playing forever. Dave's been there for the last two years playing, so it's like everyone wanted to win that game. Then also just to send them home like in the second game, that also felt good too. Anything else? Yeah. Okay, I think that's mm-hmm. going to wrap up this episode of the Uncensored Podcast. I'm Carter Haas. I'm Adam Wickle. I'm Kim McLean. Thank you for listening. <laughs>